Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Tipping this man knows a thing or two about... Good coffee. I'll just assume that because he's a cricket writer and I think he lives in parts of Sydney where there's a lot of good coffee shops. Pete Lawler joins us right now. If not good coffee, certainly good beer as well. I know, he's, I know he likes a good frothy as well. Peter, good morning. You, you, you know me scarily well. <laughs> I'm the complete uh, banker when it comes to coffee. Uh, got my little Aero press machine, my hey, special, Pete. my special Breville uh, kettle there that, that's good for the pour overs. Wow. Got a, a fantastic little single roast from Double Tap in Marysville. <laughs> I'm a tragic. Wow, <laughs> coffee snob, Pete. Yeah. We need to yeah. start up a coffee yeah, podcast. The Saturday morning, the Saturday morning coffee club. <laughs> Mate, and I'll tell you one thing, Nick, though, you never get a good coffee in the Eastern Suburbs. No. I don't never. drink coffee, surprisingly. No. no. Imagine if I did. Oh, wow. There you go. Oh, well, doesn't worry you. <laughs> you know, it's a diuretic. Enjoy, enjoy the beaches, I, mate. Imagine if yeah. I did. I haven't lived in the Eastern Suburbs. I'm a shire boy, mate. Yeah. Shire boy. Shire, oh, shire boy. boy. Yeah. 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 Yep. Exactly. Yep. Red Bull. One hundred percent, Northeast staple. With or without the one, <laughs> they have it on tap at Northeast, don't they? Um, Peter, Justin Langer. Yes, yes. What mm. the hell is going on with Justin Langer? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You can well ask yourself what what the hell's going on and how the hell did we get ourselves into this situation where the Australian cricket team is looks like a sort of uh, echo of federal parliament at the moment, doesn't it? Uh, I mean, there's no one running around calling Justin Langer a liar or suggesting he's an awful bloke, but there is a sense that uh, there's um, a group of people within the team who think his time's up. Um, I can't believe that they've let it linger and fester and get to this point when I say they, the administration. I mean, I'm not paid enough to know how to run these things, but I, I know enough to say that you have to deal with them early. And, you know, it should, if it was going to be dealt with now, why not straight after the ashes? It's just been abjectly cruel, I think, to Justin Langer. Um, not only that, Pat Cummins has lost skin in this game. Um, and these are two of the most valuable people in, in the Australian cricket uh, environment. Bill Justin, who has been such a loyal and devoted servant, the man who rescued you uh, post-Sandpaper Gate. You've got Pat, who's come in at the last minute uh, when when Tim's fallen over and done a brilliant job and is, is the kind of captain and uh, face that you know marketing departments must dream dream of. He's a once in a hundred year guy on that stuff. But they're both losing skin in this game. Um, I have a lot more uh, sympathy for JL's position because a poor fella 
I mean, he hasn't seen his family since September. I think he's flying home to Perth today. Well, that was the original plan. Where I'm hoping he has home quarantine, but you know, he'll snatch a couple, snatch a bit of time with the kids. That's then... how much he's hating it. He's going, I'm going back to Perth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. So, um, yeah, look, I, what, what's happening? This is my uh, strongest feel on this. I know nothing for certain. But I'm led to believe, and by reading the tea leaves as well, that they've offered him some form of an extension. I mean, we even know that from the uh, reports of the meeting last week, that there was talk of, you know, deals one year, two year, four year, whatever. Um, I don't think they should offer, if they're going to offer him anything, it should only be a two year deal, I mm. think. Four years is too long. I, I actually think that you have a limited life expectancy as a coach. And, and when I say, limited life expectancy perhaps there's a limit to the value you can give back to the team but uh, that's where we're at and at the same time over in the UK they've just thrown out everybody lock stock and teardrop really haven't yeah. they they've sacked Silverwood they've sacked Thorpe um, Giles has gone as well and I notice overnight that Andrew Strauss has stepped in to sort of um, help clean up the mess it's been very positive of uh, Justin Langer and said um as he say, he brings an outside view. He could check and challenge, which was kind of uh, what he did when he came in four years ago to the Australian team, wasn't it? Yeah, Pete, I, I don't know if it would be, and you described Justin Langer perfectly before as just a, a servant and a warrior for Australian cricket. Is there a possibility he walks and takes the England coaching job before does he, before Cricket Australia, make a decision on him? If I was Justin, I'd walk. Mm-hmm. And I almost think, I think it's the right thing to do. I do too. I think, yeah, I think, look, my work here is done. It's obvious to me. Um, yeah, thanks for that sort of offer, CA, and for putting me in this position. But you know what? i got better things to do. My, my only concern is Justin is a unique person. It's what made him sort of uh, draw everything out of himself as a cricketer. You know, he was probably, I, I hope I hope this isn't unfair, but I'd suggest he might have been the least talented batter in that lineup, that Australian lineup. But he held his own and, um, and he held his place in the team and he had a great career. Um, but he's also the sort of, and because he's the kind of guy who doesn't back down from a ch- challenge, he kind of doubles down on it, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. It makes him more determined. But yeah, I don't know. walk away, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Peter, what about the the player side of it? So you mentioned before Pat Cummins, who was you know inadvertently kind of dragged into it by chance of having. Mm. What he's doing a great initiative is putting solar panel, trying to put solar panels on clubhouses around cricket grounds all around the country. Did it at Penrith through the week. It's his initiative that he's come up with. His management team as well has the press conference. <laughs> Rocks up on the day where it's all going about Justin Langer. Of course, he's going to be asked about it. The whole thing gets uh, sidetracked. What though at the heart of it, in terms of the players and the divide, we've heard these stories for so long. It's the New South Wales block who are not sure about Langer and player power and all of that. Where does that actually sit and how did it go in terms of bleeding into that meeting yesterday, the board meeting yesterday? Maybe I've lived in, I I consider myself, well, depending on which way the argument's going, I consider myself a Victorian, but maybe I've lived here too long. I'm cynical about this um, this view of a, a New South Wales mafia running Australian cricket, 
but I'm not stupid enough or naive enough to see that it, it, how it looks like that from the out, when you're on the outside. Yeah. But the, the, the simple facts are that New South Wales provide the bulk of cricketers to the Australian cricket team. But a lot of this dates back to some, you know, back on an administrative level when New South Wales was the only state that spoke up about David Peaver's chairmanship. They went one out, tapped the bloke on the shoulder, and he left. Now he did that. That did every other state a favour because all of them were not, all of them were too weak to do anything. Uh, but ever since, you know, they've kind of oh, geez, they've got a lot of power, haven't they? And uh, and they're right to a degree. And naturally, if all four of your bowlers uh, live in New South Wales, came through the New South Wales system. They will all have, you know, generally you'd expect most of them to end up with a pretty close, close relationship. And there is a very close relationship uh, between that bowling group. And that's a great thing. That's a thing that should be celebrated. Um, you know, but who else is from New South Wales? David Warner. David Warner kind of lives in his own um, orbit. He's almost independent from the cricket group, um, very dependent on his family, um, massively respected for what he brings to cricket. But... Outside of cricket, I'm not sure that he's embedded in any of those groups. Steve Smith, somewhat similar, operates on his own terms. And yeah, bowlers and batters do, uh, sit, sit in separate parts of the bus. Yeah, uh, yeah. They don't operate as a crew. Uh, yeah, a lot of this is coming out of New South Wales because basically a lot of the cricket, a lot of that cricket team is based in New South Wales. Pete, I felt the the public sentiment toward and after the Tim Payne stuff that. The, this Australian cricket team would sort of save face and turn things around back to the goal. And, and you heard Pat Cummings being referred to as the most important person in Australia in front of the Prime Minister. And, and the, the the talk around the Australian cricket team had changed and the Ashes series was great and the, the women's Ashes series. Do you think this has just derailed the summer of cricket back to, oh, geez, it was really good, but this is just a real bad stain at the end of it? Yeah, you're absolutely well. You're right because we should be celebrating the achievements of of both Australian cricket teams, the women winning the Ashes and the men winning winning the Ashes and the and the World T20 Cup yes. or whatever that thing is called. <laughs> uh, but this is this sucked the oxygen out of the room. Yep. But I, I can't see any difference between where Australian cricket's at at the moment, where England's cricket's at, and that should not be so, should it? Because England England cricket's results are miserable. Australian cricket's are great. But that is why I probably started this conversation. You know, there had to be a better way. I cannot imagine a worse way of running this unless you put the buddy coach up for popular vote or something like that or, or ran a pre-selection or Twitter primary poll. campaign. <laughs> it does feel like the American primaries, doesn't it, where they were turning in on each other. Look, it, it'll skip out of this situation. A coach is a coach, but... There is so much love for Justin Langer. The polls are unscientific, but I saw Damien Martin ran one on Twitter the other day and had thousands of respondents, and the Telegraph ran one that I don't know how many respondents it had, but both had support for Langer, well over 80%. He is a much-loved character. And believe the players when they say that they love him. They do. Everyone is very fond of Justin and what he brings and his passion. But I think some... Well, I think I know that senior people in the team have just said, but enough's enough, it's time to change. I, I don't know if you've ever felt that in a, in a football team, Nick. In a, have you ever been in that situation in a successful football team? 
that the uh, coach uh, isn't right? No, and I was trying to think about that. If Justin Langer was the coach of an AFL and or NRL team and it let's go, oh. the, the T20 World Cup was the nines and then won the mm. premiership after it, would mm. Ivan Cleary be in a position where he's <laughs> fighting for his job and having to... Simon Goodwin, yeah. Simon Goodwin or anyone like that. It's yeah. it, it's And it's always fascinated me, Pete, with the cricket, the dynamic, oh, the team dynamic between player and coach and where... The, the the NRL AFL where that sits with player and 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 coach where the hierarchy sits it's always been the captain of the cricket team is you know, a step ahead of the the coach sort of, sort of thing. Yeah, that's where the analogy breaks down, isn't it? Because the coach of a, a cricket team is not what the coach of a football yeah. team is, and cricket is very different, Graham. And it's only in recent times that that a a coach has emerged. They've had coaches or prominent coaches uh, and be coaches who actually run the game to a degree. When Langer took over, we dubbed him the most powerful coach uh, in the history of Australian cricket because he was given the team, he was given carte blanche to change everything by the administration and he took over the team at a point where the team didn't know what was what, whether it was Arthur or Martha and when Tim Payne had enough on his plate, sort of uh, say, "Yeah, JL, do whatever you have to do, mate, and I'll just try. I'll just do the best I can here." Uh, so his power grew immensely, and I don't think we've ever seen such a powerful coach in Australian cricket, maybe in, in world cricket. It kind of le- leads back to that Bob Simpson situation. It was interesting to see Mark Taylor say, "You know, look, oh, you know, we." We we didn't like Bob Simpson that much, but he made us a better team. I thought, yeah, you did. That's true, Mark. But when you became captain, the first thing you did was, sorry, Simo, it's probably time you moved. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he, he removed Simo's power. He defanged him. Um, cricket's very much an individual's game. You know, when you're out there, you're on your own. When the team's out there, they're on their own. So uh, maybe it's time to shift back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Take a little bit of that power off the coaches. Yeah. Pete, probably one last one before we go. I'm looking forward to the wraparound season of the BBL starting next week. <laughs> oh, my God. Has it finished yet, Nick? Oh, mate. We're trying to do some uh, full ground drills on the SCG, and there's still the Sixers boys are still out there doing throwdowns. Can you get them off the field? <laughs> Stephen O'Keefe still limping in from the round weekend. Mate, um, Thought to a few players, gee, I mean, it's extraordinary circumstances this year. They have been, you know, their their lives have just been chaos all year. Yeah. A bit, I suppose, like the AFL two years ago. Um, and, and it finished with the harshest of biosecurity bubbles in Melbourne. But not only that, they put them in a harsh biosecurity bubble in Melbourne and made the New South Wales team play take seven flights or something like 13 flights, I don't know, and play... Um, games in every other state because they were a high yielding team so they didn't know what yeah those those they were like rats in a cage those people by the end of that tournament but i don't know i can't all the shine has gone off the bbl for me the novelty factor's well gone the star factor is non-existent they made that ridiculous decision around stephen smith that tournament really needs a big injection of vitamin b i don't know what they're going to do to it but they have to change it 
Pete Lawler, really appreciate uh, your time this morning. Enjoy Look your coffee, to mate. Reading more uh, in the Australian. <laughs> Enjoy the, the frothies in the afternoon, the coffee in the morning, uh, the podcast or that you've got versa. going with Sometimes Gideon. I do that. Hey. <laughs> Sometimes vice versa is better. Mix it up. Frothies you know. in the morning and then have a coffee to get yourself up in the oven. Really appreciate it, mate. Take care, fellas. Nice to chat. See ya.